We're in the West Bank of Luxor, but we had to scramble at the last minute to get vaccinated while we were in Italy, just so we could make this trip to Egypt. We learned a lot in preparing for vaccinations when you're living internationally. So stay tuned for prices and all of the things that we did to make your life a little easier if you want to do the same thing. Welcome back to Find Gina Marie, where we share our lives as full-time travelers and the connections we make along the way. If you're new here, welcome. I'm Judy. And I'm Kevin. Egypt has always been on our bucket list, and we had tossed around the idea of coming here for several months before we actually made the decision to add it to our itinerary. We booked it in January, and we're here in mid-February. So we didn't have a whole lot of time to put all of the pieces and parts together in order to get us here. And vaccinations was something that we had never experienced while living internationally. So there was a lot to unpack in order to do that. The reason we didn't book it sooner was I had a few issues with Egypt. I, for one thing, it's a very different experience than Europe. Uh, there was issues with government, I thought. I had a lot of concerns about the trip in general and also the fact that it's a very hot place and I'm not the kind of person that sits out on the beach. <laughs> you were also concerned about the fact that we needed to get a bunch of vaccinations and were maybe worried about the logistics of getting all of that pulled together. Yeah, it felt like an awful lot in a very short period of time and it felt like it was going to be expensive or complicated, you know, and I just I just like to simplify things. But, you know, this one was smarter than me. So after doing research, I really felt that Egypt would be a very safe place and a once in a lifetime experience. Well, now that we're full time travelers, maybe a little bit more than once in a lifetime. There's a list of recommended vaccinations that you should have before traveling to Egypt. They're not necessarily required, but I also didn't know what vaccinations we had each gotten. There's no centralized database in the United States. We did check with pharmacies, any kind of records we had from doctors, any places that we went to, clinics, and it just wasn't coming up with a nice comprehensive list of what we got vaccinated for. So we were prepared to have to get re-vaccinated for certain things so long it was safe to do so. The biggest obstacle for us was that we really didn't know where to begin to get vaccinations or to even make doctor's appointments um, in a foreign country. Yeah, so we naturally went to the first place we could think of, which was pharmacies, to try to get information. And in Greece, there was a little bit of a confusion, some language problems, and really wasn't answering our questions right away. And I would go online on the internet, and unfortunately, a lot of websites were in Greek. I tried to translate them, sometimes unsuccessfully, and sometimes when I did make a phone call, it just didn't get picked up. So since we didn't have any success in Greece, we decided to start in Lecce, which is our first city in Italy, and we went to a pharmacy there, and unfortunately, it got a little more complicated right away because they wanted us to have prescriptions, and we were only there like eight days, nine days. So there really wasn't a lot of time to go see a doctor and come back to a pharmacy. And Leche kind of got shot down too. In part, it didn't help that we had waited till we were midway through our trip. We didn't have enough time to make it all work. So we decided that as soon as we got to Assisi, we would see a pharmacist on the very first day to give ourselves some runway to get all of this squared away. Because while it wasn't required to get these vaccinations, we really knew that it, we would have a lot more peace of mind if we did that. Yeah, I think you were more strong about that than I was. I was still on the fence of, wow, this is a lot of hassle already. We're just not making any progress. What if we just wing it? 
<laughs> and you were not comfortable at all with that. No, I felt like if we were going to travel to someplace like Africa, I really wanted to make sure that we were set up for success. I wanted to be responsible. You were, and I was being irresponsible, but the, the, the adult in the relationship here won out. So we were really fortunate that the pharmacist that we had talked to in Assisi had great English skills and we could communicate very easily. She had said that she didn't think that even with a prescription, she would be able to give us vaccinations like this. Then you asked about hospitals, whether we could go there to get the vaccinations. And she said it really isn't appropriate to use the hospital system, even though it's covered in Italy. It's not something that you go to for just shots. That's really for an emergency. So we took a few steps back and actually reached out to Cigna, who is our travel health provider, to see if they had specific places that we should go to to get vaccinations. Unfortunately, there was nothing on their website, so I called someone who basically said that there are no uh, specific places in a CC. They've got no representation there, but that we could go anywhere and it would be covered. Now, we have a pretty high deductible, so we really weren't looking for uh, where to go that would be cheap or yeah. covered. We were looking just for a name right. of how to get this done. Yeah, we had to get the shots. It's fine. Whatever the cost was at this point, we just needed to find someone someplace. So after a little bit more searching, I found a place called Doctors in Italy, and they did teleappointments as well as scheduled in-person appointments with doctors, and they would just see you. Now, we weren't in any position to actually go to a location that they had. We just wanted to get online, do this video conference, and actually get their recommendations. It's possible that these doctors weren't in a CZ proper. They could have been anywhere in Italy. So because we were each getting vaccinated, obviously they they were two separate appointments. I made an appointment for myself as a teleappointment, and I listed it as vaccinations. And then I made a separate appointment for Kevin with a different doctor, simply because of I wanted to get this information as quickly as possible, and we couldn't get two back-to-back appointments. These teleappointments only cost us 40 euros each. And we did a lot of our communication through WhatsApp because that's just a common way to communicate in Europe and around the world. It's great because it automatically translates if you don't speak the same language. But in this case, these people did speak English and it made it a lot easier. The booking coordinator had seen that our appointments were for vaccinations. And she sent me a note and said, I don't really think that we can do vaccinations as a teleappointments. And I let her know, really, I just needed a consult and a prescription so that I could take it to my local pharmacy. Now, your doctor did a good job of a lot of prep for this call. So she was a little late on the call, but she had a lot of information for you and I thought it was pretty impressive. She didn't really know what vaccinations we needed for Egypt, so she had consulted some of her colleagues. I did have a list of things that I thought I might want to get, and so we spent a good amount of time talking through things. My doctor wasn't as prepared, but luckily after we got done with my call, he consulted with your doctor and they worked out um, the consistent way of handling this with prescriptions. So at the end of the call, we got prescriptions for hepatitis A and B, and we took them to our pharmacist who said that she could not get these vaccinations for us. In Italy, it's required that you have wet signatures for these types of vaccinations. No e-signatures, no printouts from the web, nothing like that. So we went back to the drawing board and we communicated with WhatsApp and we let them know that the pharmacies in our area could not help us. They gave us a plan 
plan B, which was to go to a center that does travel health in Rome. Now, luckily, we're not that far away from Rome, and the train system in Italy is fantastic. So it really was under a two-hour ride to get there, and we booked an appointment. The appointment was with a company called Etimedica. It was easy to get to, pretty easy to find, and we walked in. They did all the normal things, fill out all the paperwork, what have you had, what have you done, all that stuff. And then they sat us down with a doctor. Together. Who, yeah, together. And he was incredibly helpful, incredibly nice, and incredibly knowledgeable about travel medicine. In retrospect, I'm really, really glad that it didn't work out to just get vaccines through a pharmacy because he had a wealth of information and he gave us a lot of advice um, about protecting our gut health and all of the things that we needed to be concerned about. So sprays for against mosquitoes and a myriad of information that we would not have gotten just by getting vaccinated through a pharmacy. The consultation was really the key because that information was so critical and he really helped me feel better about these are the things that are going to happen. You need to potentially, here's the vaccinations you need. Here's why you need to take care of your gut because it's just not going to digest certain things. Here's what you should and shouldn't do in Egypt. I mean, it was more than just here's a list of vaccines. It was really worthwhile. Yeah, he was very thorough, and I think at the end of it, we both had peace of mind and a lot more confidence about what we were doing. Yeah, I really felt good about the whole process at that point. We did not need to get vaccinated for yellow fever, and yellow fever is, an, is a complicated uh, vaccine. Mostly that's because there is a central database throughout the world for yellow fever, and only specific uh facilities are able to provide that vaccine because they have to provide proof of documentation that is uploaded to this database. So the vaccinations he recommended for us were hepatitis A, hepatitis B, cholera, meningitis, and typhoid. Unfortunately, the cholera vaccine is oral and needed to be given in two doses. I think there's actually three, but uh, in this period of time, we needed to get two. He said we could do the two fairly close together and then another one a few months later. But that meant that we would need to make another appointment the following week to be in Rome. Darn it, we had to go to Rome twice. That's such a pain. We actually have a video about our spending one day in Rome. I think you can spend a lot more time there, oh, but yeah. if you only have a day, you can still have a great adventure. Yeah, watch that, we fit a lot in. So the doctor gave us an all natural spray that we could use in case we got mosquito bites to reduce the itching and the problems that occur with that. And he also gave us a daily uh, antibiotic that would allow us to fight off any problems we might have with if we got some water from the local taps in us somehow or any of the other food problems we might have. Our pharmacist also gave us an over-the-counter medication for allergies in case we ate something that we're allergic to or had any other kind of uh, topical reactions to yeah, something. Basically an antihistamine. And one of the big wins out of this whole thing was that now we do have documentation these little yellow booklets that go with us and fit with our passports to show that we have vaccinations, tracks them all, doctor signatures, stamps, everything's official. We had something like this when our kids were little, but we certainly have never had something with all of our vaccinations as adults in one place. And now we do. <laughs> the win. So now that we're actually in Egypt, what lessons have we learned along the way? Is there anything we would do differently? I don't know if there's anything we do differently. I think that we got the right stuff. I feel really good about the, the daily medicines that we're taking to make sure our stomachs are taken care of. 
I really don't like that bug spray because I think it smells horrible. But but it's all natural, so it's better than DEET. There were a lot of stray dogs and a lot of uh, animals that were around, and Judy was very concerned about rabies shots. We did hear from people that it wasn't absolutely necessary if you're in a populated area because you could just go get shots after you've been bitten. So I'm okay that we didn't get that rabies vaccination, but you can think about that and see if it's more of a concern for you. Rabies is on the list of recommended vaccines. It wasn't critical. Our our travel doctor didn't say that we needed them, but there were a lot of dogs. And I think you have to make that decision for yourself about whether you would feel safer to have it or not. And I'm really glad that we got our tetanus shots because, you know, there's a lot of garbage and debris around and like old metal stuff, vehicles, other things just that we had to walk through a lot, you know, and anything could be a problem if you fell and cut yourself. So that felt like a good thing to have. So how much did we end up spending for all of this? As we mentioned earlier, the doctors in Italy appointments for each of us were 40 euro a piece, so 80 euro. And Eta Medica was basically 569 euro a piece, which meant we spent 1138 euro. We'll break it down here so that you can see what each of the vaccinations cost us. And after going through the whole process of just walking into a pharmacy and trying to do that, we really think that you need to go to either your doctor or if you're traveling, a travel center that can actually have a consultation that can give you all the information you need for where you're traveling to and give you a peace of mind that you're really doing the right thing. Every country is different, but I would suggest that if you're doing a Google search, go ahead and just look for something that says telehealth um, in the city that or country that you're in. And there's a good chance that you'll find a similar path to what we did. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes about the do's and don'ts of what you need to know before you travel to Egypt. Please consider liking this video if you enjoyed it, and we'd love to have you subscribe. We're trying to build a strong community within Finding Gina Marie. And go to findinggenamarie.com. Judy's journal's up there, and she's doing a lot of great writing, stuff you really want to read about our travels. Until next time. Until next time.